0: (laughs) (laughs) G'day ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Rockstar Sales Show. We have got another podcast lined up for you, helping you guys to take your sales, business and entrepreneurial skills to that next level. So this is podcast number two on season number two. And I'm speaking about how not to sell, but create the environment where your customer wants to buy. Now, often I understand, you know, when I'm doing training, you know, on Zoom, or maybe I'm doing the podcast channel, there's not always the magic that happens, which usually happens when you have that interaction between myself and my clients. Because often the spark of brilliance happens when the pressure is so much. And for the first time, you can experience some of that magic. So for the first time ever, I'm taking my microphones into our training sessions and then loading those sessions onto the podcast channels for you guys to experience. One thing that I'm extremely proud of is that over the last nine years, I've built my training sessions to be 60 to 70% interactive. You know, they get to correspond, they give me the objections, they tell me the frustrations, they tell me the stuff that's happening currently in the field that's breaking down their confidence and I practically in the room assist them to overcome this and teach them the right techniques to develop their confidence and build the income so today the topic is very simple to get better at sales you have to understand how to get your clients to want your product or service we're doing about 104 training sessions a month so we're really busy and recording at an amazing pace But I had a new group this week come into my training for the first time. They've signed up for almost a year with us. And so one of the first classes I do is explaining the psychology behind sales. So without further ado, let's jump into one of those interaction sessions. And hopefully you, your staff, your business can learn from some of these tricks and apply it practically on a daily basis. So let's rock and roll and jump in. Sales is the best as well as the worst paying job current in the world. Okay, if you're going into entrepreneurship, if you're selling pies, if you're selling clothing, selling jets, if you're selling cars, if you're selling whatever, at the end of the day, you have one or two systems. Either you're going to be really good, or you're going to be really bad. The, the most scary part is most people just float. Okay, so they float in the middle, and they never get better, they never get worse, and they just end up paying their shit, just like a salary, for 20 years, and then realizing I haven't done anything in my life. You have the ability of an unlimited income where is the limit of our income it's your ambition mm. how long have you been in sales more or less oh, geez, it, was, it was about six years yeah okay are you good yeah so i sold an office space for two million i've got i let out a lot of offices cool what's your favorite closer my favorite closer closer um, i'm not sure what you mean see imagine that you're a golfer mm-hmm. and i ask you what's your favorite club And you say, well, I've won championships. I'm like, yeah, but what's your favorite club? And you're like, the ones in the bag, I don't know. So what you have is something that's very dangerous in sales. It's called natural talent. So most salespeople spend their whole life based on natural talent and product knowledge. Because if you don't know what a closer is, you won't know how to negotiate. All you will be doing your whole life is just pitching. That's why salespeople feel so vulnerable, because they're relying on natural personality and marketing and product knowledge to be able to go and then workload. Mm. If you phone fifty people, how many people should you have a result with? Twenty-five. Fifty. That's why you're phoning them. Okay. Let's <laughs> see what you said. Okay. So what we're gonna talk about today is basic instructions because it's great for you guys also do this again. It's basic instructions on how to become good as a salesperson. So the first thing we said is very simple. The reason why salespeople often struggle, feel under pressure, is because they're not selling from a principle of skill. They're selling from a principle of natural personality, they've got ambition and a lot of product knowledge. And then they are told to increase workload. So they are told, see as many as possible clients, You know, push your limits, get out there and hustle and bustle and shake babies and kiss hands. And then the, the CEO, the owner, whoever, they hope and pray that you sell something but that is a flawed system it's like imagine for a second i take that system exactly to baking cakes or building walls so now if you tell me this if you make 50 cakes and you flop 25 of them how good of a baker are you not good so why is it acceptable in sales if you make 50 calls to get 25 declines if i'm a builder and i'm building walls And 50% of my walls or 70% of my walls or my houses fall down. I can't say, hey, but 30% stood. (laughs) Would you employ those builders? So salespeople are not taught to have that principle of excellence. They're being taught around the world the principle of workload. Just make the next call. But the reason why I actually became really good at cold calling is because I hate cold calling. So my brain told me, I can make 100 calls and get 25 results, or I can make 20 calls and 20 results. Mm -hmm. Which one sounds more attractive to me? Because I'm trying to protect the most important thing in business, it's my motivation. Because once a salesperson actually loses motivation, they don't want to pick up the phone anymore, they don't want to see clients anymore, they don't want to get referrals anymore, they don't want to knock new business anymore, because motivation is lacking. So the only time that you would feel vulnerable in sales is when you don't have enough business to say no to the shitty business that's coming in. Always remember that. If you feel vulnerable, if you feel emotional, and you are just bending over forwards and backwards for every client that you work with, it means you don't have enough volume of clients that you can say no to certain clients. That's when salespeople become desperate. So always remember our job our profession and sales if you're selling houses jets if you're selling pies clothing i don't care what you sell we our profession is sales questions don't smile like that <laughs> i'm all right sir. So don't stress i'm all right okay but most people don't realize the customer my job as a professional salesperson so, let's put, as an insecure salesperson that's never been taught closing in their life, what they do is, they are trying to sell a product or service, am I right? Yeah. So they go to the customer, they pitch the product, they pitch the service, and they say, ah, fuck, I hope I sell this thing. Mm-hmm. But a professional person taught by my company, don't sell products or services. They create the environment where a customer wants to buy. Mm-hmm. There's a massive difference. I don't sell. I create environments where they feel they want to buy. That takes skills. So let's say I sell a TV at Game, and I say to Steve that's sitting over here, Steve, let's This is a amazing TV, Steve. You know, it's got four HDMI's. It's HD. It's curved. And then Steve says, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what you do. But if I say to him, Steve, let's I can see interest in this TV somewhere where in your house would you put it up? in the lounge see now he's taking mental ownership already of the TV in the store and is envisioning it in his life so he's creating mentally a process where he wants to buy it but if I just spoke about stats and ratios like most people do mm-hmm. most people go to a car dealership and there's a nice little Audi there and the guy's like you know you don't believe this is a 3.6 litre V8 and the guy's like okay and are you interested? I'm just looking first see that salesperson feels that he gave a great pitch but in no sense of time he doesn't know where the guy's going to drive the car he doesn't know who's going to drive the car he doesn't know why the guy's looking at the car so if i had to say this here so i'm seeing you looking at the audi right so typically when you pull it out of the driveway over here or out of the dealership where's the first place you'll take it to be as well, love it <laughs> <laughs> so now she's committed to the product I don't have to speak about the, the the petrol or the seats or anything like that. See, once you do that, they take mental ownership and you're creating a position mm-hmm. where people want to buy and not getting sold. Yeah. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, so that is that for season number two, episode number two on our podcast channel, The Rockstar Sell Show. If you would like to see some more of our stuff, listen to some of the amazing things we are coaching on, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Facebook. It's always nice to get that feedback and that comments on our channel. I hope you guys have subscribed because the next one is dropping about two weeks from now. Have an absolutely rockstar day.